G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Fear. Who, who likes it? None of us really. And actually, it's not good for us. As a short-term response to danger, it's a natural, perfectly tuned and necessary protection. But a constant sense of foreboding is like a cancer that eats away at us from the inside. And these days, many, many people who say they believe in Jesus are still living in fear. I'm Bernie Diamond, and thank you so much for joining me as we take a look today at fear from a different perspective. Yesterday on the program, we talked about the looming sense of dread and foreboding that world events seem to impose on us. Wars, terrorism, atrocities, from 9-11 through to the beheading of Christians in Iraq, through to ethnic cleansing in different parts of the world. Come on, you watch that stuff on the news often enough, and it starts to get to you. But let's now bring all this closer to home. Not something out there or over there or in another country that might threaten me one day, but threats much closer to home. Threats in our own backyard, under our noses, in our face. Because there are more people today listening to this program who live in parts of the world who are under threat than there are those who are sitting in some safe, comfortable place where they know that tonight there's a warm, soft, dry, safe, clean bed to sleep in. In the 160-plus countries in which this program is being heard today, the majority of the people who are listening are in a place where war or violence or economic deprivation and starvation are real things terribly impacting their lives. And so, albeit that I'm a Westerner, albeit that I'm blessed to live in a safe place, I want to speak into the reality of today in the lives of so many people, into the reality of the majority And for those who are sitting safely and comfortable in the place where God has blessed us to be, yes, even our faith is under a great threat today. Increasingly, secularists are demanding that we forsake our faith in the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And there's no room for religion in politics, for prayer in schools, or or for Christian morals in the bedroom. Who are you, they demand to know, to tell us that same-sex relationships are wrong, or that a man and a woman shouldn't live together without being married, or that people shouldn't be able to engage in casual sex? Who are you to claim that your God is the only God, and that all the other gods are wrong? You intolerant religious fanatic, you. Add to that the Richard Dawkinses of this world, with their books like The God Delusion, And Christians everywhere feel as though their faith is under attack. It seems sometimes that the only things that are on the rise are Islam and secularism. And so whether the threat to our faith and our lives is physical or psychological, whether it's our outer life or our inner life or both that are being threatened, what I see happening around the world is that Christians are starting to behave like victims. Instead of living in victory, the victory that Jesus came to purchase for us through his death on the cross... We start thinking like and behaving like the vanquished, as though somehow we've been defeated. Wherever you live, whatever your circumstances are, however your life and your faith are being threatened today, if you believe in Jesus, you have victory in and through him. Today, now, listen to this. Romans chapter 8, beginning at verse 31. 
What then are we to say about all these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not withhold his son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor present things nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, if your life and if your faith are under attack today, here are three things that you can do to put the courage and the resolve back into your heart. The first is to remember that the greatest victory of all human history, the death of Jesus on that cross, appeared to all and sundry like a mighty defeat. Jesus, the miracle worker, Jesus, the hotshot preacher, hanging naked, dead on a cross. But on that cross, he disarmed the power of Satan and sin to steal your life. In fact, the Bible tells us in Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 to 15, that when you were dead in your trespasses and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive together with him when he forgave us all our trespasses, erasing the record that stood against us with its legal demands. He set this aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and made a public example of them, triumphing over them in it. And this is something that Jesus didn't do as a victim, dragged, kicking and screaming to a bloody and brutal end. Not at all. Jesus said, John chapter 10, verses 17 and 18, For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it up. I have received this command from my Father. See, that very same victory of sacrifice is alive in you every time your life or your faith are attacked. Every time you're rejected or ostracised for your faith, every time they laugh at you, belittle you, mark you as an outcast or attack you, you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Not because I say so, but because God does. The second is not to be surprised when all this happens. Please never be surprised at all because it is precisely what Jesus promises to each and every person who would take up the cross and follow him. Have a listen. John chapter 15, verses 18 to 25. If the world hates you, be aware it hated me before it hated you. If you belong to the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, servants are not greater than their master. Hey, if they persecuted me, they'll persecute you. If they kept my word, they'll keep your word also. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they wouldn't have sinned, but now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would have no sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. It was to fulfill the word that is written in their law. They hated me without cause. And the third thing, the final thing, 
I want to say to you about having victory is live out and do exactly what Jesus promises will happen to you when you are so persecuted. Here it is. He says it in the very next breath, in the next two verses, John chapter 15, verses 26 and 27. He says, look, when the advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the spirit of truth who comes from the Father, he will testify on my behalf. You also are to testify because you have been with me from the beginning. So let the Holy Spirit fill you with truth. How? Dust off the Bible you've got. Spend a lot of time reading it and praying. And it's in that solitary place that the Holy Spirit will begin to pour his truth, the truth of God, into your spirit and your soul. It's in that place that he will give you the courage to go and do what Jesus wants you to do. Despite the sneers and the derisions, despite the out-and-out threats against your faith and perhaps even against your life, go and tell people about Jesus. He has been with you and you with him from the moment you accepted him into your life. Go and speak the truth in love. Go and share the wondrous story of the free gift of eternal life that is available only through Jesus. At whose name, one day, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord over all. Because it's time for you and me to stand up and be counted. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.